All right. Well, hello, everybody. It is the new year. Happy New Year. This is the first Vampire's Piss of the New Year. Ooh. I'm Cassidy. And I'm Mateo. Very excited for this episode. We got we got uh we got some special we got a special concoction here. Mm -hmm. We've both favorites. got it. It's it's champagne for the new year mm -hmm. and mescaline for Vampire's Kiss. Uh so you know, we got the movie on on deck and uh bottoms up. Mm -hmm. Very excited about this. I think it's really gonna enhance uh, the experience. It is. I, I believe it will. First episode of 2023, let's go. or me i don't remember who did it last time what do you mean last time well uh i i'm not sure i i, I don't I, know how we hmm? how do how do we want to intro this podcast this is like a brand new idea i i'm still spitballing here wait this isn't game rail no 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 this is the new hotness you know we're wow. watching this movie uh, oh yeah! Every week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, great movie. Uh, I don't. I don't know how you feel about it, but like, this is a pretty fucking cool movie. It's, it it's was, pretty crazy. Yeah, I really wasn't expecting that. All right, let's let's start this over. All right, so I don't think we have a name for this podcast yet, but uh, not yet. Yeah, but welcome everyone. I'm Mateo. I'm Cassidy, and this is a. Uh, crazy idea that cassidy uh gave me i don't really remember when it was to be honest but yeah it was thought up by some new zealand guys uh they've got a cool show shout out new zealand. i'll tell you about it later shout out to new zealand but really yeah this is this is a this is a cool fucking movie it's pretty crazy man it's extreme okay so like to get it out of the way uh have you seen this movie before no, I've never seen this movie before. Okay, yeah, um, no, me, This is me. my first watch. It's, it's... Uh, have you seen this movie before? You know, I feel like 
I almost feel like I have before, but, like, in actuality, I think it's just because I saw, like, the memes and stuff, you know? Mm. There's, I mean, if you've been on the internet, like, in the 2000s, or, like, I don't really know if people would see it now, but, you know, the, like, the you don't say Incredibly like, meme movie. Extremely. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could imagine myself memeing this movie from now on, you know? Which is uh, agreed. What we're gonna have to I, do, I think considering we're, how many times we're gonna have to watch this. Yes, I think we're in for a big treat. I refuse to acknowledge the the depth of this commitment, the how incredible the weight of the task is. I this movie is just so like energetic and hyped that I'm just like you know I'm ready I, I'm not gonna examine this I'm just gonna charge ahead yeah I mean I I, I can't see it going wrong like I I mean y- you would think after a while and like we are doing this 53 times that we might get bored of it but you know off this first watch like 53 times why are we doing this 53 times I thought we were gonna do it 52 that's 52 yeah. weeks in a year my my good man oh wow <laughs> I mean, hey, unless you want to do fifty three, I'll I'll come along for the ride. Well, but... you know, maybe that'll be our spin on the this the New Zealand tradition. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I had a uh, friend uh, friend of the show. I mean, p- potential friend of the show. I don't. He hasn't listened yet, but uh, Graham Graham Corsi suggested we do a uh, a a watch after a year. Mm, a retrospective. So, like, we t- once we do this, a year passes where we don't watch this movie at all. Yeah. Um, and then we watch it and see how we feel about it. Which, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it, we could feel any way about this. Yeah, it's that's so fresh. True. That's true. All right. So, do you? I think you know. For these instances, the first episode, we should like give our audience like a. Sorry, sorry. I feel kind. I don't know why. I feel kind of out of it like i i agree uh you know those new year's shenanigans are really i'm really uh reckoning with with uh the after effects yeah but 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 do you remember like what shenanigans we did i I, i'm having a bit of trouble remember definitely watched the movie for sure and it was profound yes yes extremely uh I noticed I I don't know I don't know if we should start on this foot but I did notice in the captions mm. I think Alva says a racial slur what when <laughs> um so it it's and it may be the platform I watched it on I think maybe either come I have I don't know what my instinct I have an instinct that I should censor that because they haven't sponsored us. Right. Yeah. That makes We're sense. We're brand new, so of course they wouldn't, but like uh after a while they should though. I I think they will. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to I'm going to chill on that. I'm going to, you know, censor their name, but I had captions on. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's a few there's a few moments of like uh like insensitivity in this movie aside from the obvious yeah yeah there's like the cab driver who like calls peter like a jew or something yeah, calls him a crazy jew yeah which i'm like hey man what's that all about 
Right. Um, and then, and then, I thought this line was when Alva says it. I thought she said when those pigs came here to rob. Mm-hmm. She does not say pigs, or it at least that's not what the the um the uh the caption says right um and i was like i can't tell if this is like a wrong subtitle because of the streaming service because i did see some other stuff that didn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and i was just like maybe the captioners on on this streaming service are wrong yeah or if i just have never noticed it before because I always hear her say pigs, so I'm like, well, that's that's definitely fine. Yeah. But I think I think she maybe says a slur instead of pigs. That sounds like pigs? A little bit. Is it the it's the one that starts with an S no, and ends with a no? It starts with an S, yes. It it starts with an S, and I'm like, what? Uh, actually, you know, what? I'm just gonna find it. I'm gonna go on the. Okay. I think we're gonna go a little, yeah. a little ahead of ourselves. We're though. getting into the weeds. We are. But we... I just never noticed this before. Right. Well, gonna, why why would you notice this the... before? That's a great question. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, kind of weird. I. Very weird. I mean, I don't know why, but I feel like I would be kind of surprised by it as well. If we watch this before. Yeah. Yeah, I um it was definitely it definitely surprised me. I mean, that's for sure. I was I didn't think Alva had it in her. Yeah, I mean, like I I feel new to this character, but it seems like not she seems so like, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right, and for the audience, okay. Alva of course is Nicolas Cage in this uh Iteration. I believe in the, his name is Peter Lowell. Peter Lowell? Yes, yes. Peter Lowell. She is his uh, secretary whom he abuses. He's a uh, New York publication yuppie motherfucker. He's a real piece of work, that guy. He is, and I. he might not even be a vampire. Yeah. A, a little confused. Oh. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like with upon rewatches i'll have like a more concrete answer but right now i feel like a little unsure yeah i could go either way i i can't tell if he's a vampire or he's like delusional Mm. i can't tell if rachel's real i think she might not be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's a real it's a real mystery of a movie yeah it's I mean, I don't think you could, like, go into this ex- really expecting, like, anything that you've seen before, you know? Like, tonally yeah. and performance-wise, like, it's it's so unique in, like, what it pulls from, and... But it's all put together in, like, a really peculiar way that I think can go over your head, you know? It's, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely rich with, uh, odd details. There's mimes in this movie. There are mimes in this movie, and they were hitting each other and spitting at each other and stuff. Yeah. It's like, what's that I'm looking, speaking of the mimes, I'm looking at my notes here, and I 
was very aggro in my no I don't remember taking these notes, but I got really aggro about this watch while I was watching, which makes no sense to me. This was like a great watch. I was having a ball. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but <laughs> I wrote here, lost focus on the mimes. Amateur, all caps. <laughs> oh, wait, they weren't even in focus? I Well, I, it was... Peter was like walking out of that apartment building that he was using the phone of yeah. or whatever, wherever that was. Right. He was walking out of there and the mimes are out front and it like is the camera is like tracking him and he's walking past the mimes and then it like moves away from him to focus back on the mimes but the mimes are out of focus all of a sudden and then it, like the focus like readjusts really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that really bothered me, but I don't remember it bothering me. I thought it was cool. Same with the, I, I wrote here, volume slider adjust in the opening credits, rookie move. I did not notice that. It was like, it's just in the beginning, the music is playing, you know, the that great score by Tim, Tim Collins. Sorry, my roommates are like screaming something. <laughs> I hope there's not a spider I have to deal with. <laughs> that would be, are you usually um, the one who kills the spiders? I don't kill spiders. I, I release them into the wild. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say I don't kill spiders. I eat them like how Nicholas eats a cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? I know. It looked like he really ate the damn thing, too. I, I, yeah, I think it was a real. I don't know why, but like my instincts tell me that was a real cockroach. Yeah, I, it seems like a fact I know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean ho hopefully that that was the only cockroach he ate, you know? Yeah, seriously. It'd be weird if he had to um, do it twice. I also just looked over at this note here. I wrote, Dr. Glazer is infected with spirals. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I recently reread Uzumaki. Mm -hmm, right. I read it for the I first time a little while ago. Oh, really? What did you think? I thought it was fantastic. I think, uh, I think like the, the episodic kind of nature of like the spiral stuff, mm -hmm. like goes on for a little it's while. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very cool though. I think, like, as it was continuing, I was wondering, like, okay, so is this going to be, like, the rest of the book? But I think it, like, ties it together pretty well and, like, does all the callbacks yeah. greatly. But mm. I like how, how much of a goofball Jinji Ito is in real life. Yeah, he likes cats a lot, right? He likes cats. He likes anime. He fucking, he's, like, a real goofus. Yeah. Yeah. He he writes that slice of life comic about him and his wife competing for their cat's attention, but he draws it just like how he draws all his fucked up horror comics. So it's like yeah. really scary looking. Um, but what do you think? Yeah, Jinji Ito I think, would feel about this movie. Uh, I don't know if he'd like it. This doesn't seem. I mean, maybe he would. I don't know. This movie has some like serious, weird, like dark shit in it, yeah. but it is very goofy. So fifty-fifty, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think Peter would I definitely would... succumb to the spirals pretty quickly. Oh, absolutely. He would. I think be. I think he would be the first victim of like whatever spiral curse was happening. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Peter Lowell is just like. A slug person, just like how extra was, annoying he would be. <laughs> I was just about to say he would probably turn into a snail, <laughs> like the people in the town start doing. Uh, 
the snails uh, i mean this isn't the uzumaki podcast but like the snail stuff really got me like oof. like when that guy Ugh. crawls into that shell and eats that guy like oh oof. dude yeah Dark. it's i'm i'm uh i'm gonna be like this weekend i made plans with some friends to like watch uh the movie the uzumaki movie mm-hmm. and i'm excited because i've never seen it and i don't know anything about it yeah. but besides you know the source material so I'm excited to see what they like take from the comic because I can't imagine that they do the whole thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I can't imagine they do all those stories. Right. Also, just like how like kind of cosmic and grand the scale becomes by the end. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. I don't. You know, famously like anime and manga adaptations. Like I don't think they get like a super huge budget. So I don't know. No. How, I hope how they get to do be. the Jack in the Box boy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That one's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one's my favorite. The snail one was definitely not my favorite. Like, I think, like... (laughs) (laughs) I think that one was, like, more perplexing at first, but, like, the whole extra horror came in when it was called back to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'd still (sighs) eat, like, escargot, though. Oh, absolutely. I would try escargot if I was in France. Also, I learned, I didn't know that, I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, so maybe it's, like, a little bit boneheaded on my part, but I never really thought about that, like, the snail's shells grow with them as they age, you know, or, like, as they Oh, grow. yeah. I don't know why, yeah. I was just Only... like, oh, I guess they get, like, they get new shells or whatever, but, nah. I, yeah, you know, creatures that have, I was gonna say creatures that have shells molt, but I guess that's not actually true. Mm-hmm. Only, like insects and well actually insects don't molt but like crustaceans molt mm-hmm. snails can, don't molt though which is can makes shells sense, I grow guess. back i don't know i think so probably mm. i mean if here's the thing if a snail shell is removed i think all its guts are in there so like mm-hmm. that probably kills it right yeah that that makes sense yeah I think as snails a child, are I interesting. That all this, whenever snails lost their shells, they just become slugs. Oh, I definitely assumed that as a child too. Isn't there a whole Adventure Time episode about that? We're getting off track. We <laughs> gotta keep talking about track. this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, so Peter Lowell, I was gonna... who you know, I yeah. think, and he he strikes me as a particularly like insecure kind of person. Like I think that. He imagined himself mm-hmm. to, you know, become a butterfly, but I think he just finds himself to be a snail, you know, which is absolutely extremely unfortunate. Yeah, I um. Wait, so what slur? Did, I mean, you don't have to say it, but like, what's? But can you allude to what slur that Alva was saying? Uh, yeah, it starts with the letter S, and I think it refers to Spanish people, but I actually don't know. Does I don't it know. End I'd in like ick. Yes, it does. Oh. Yeah, which is like why would I, she first of why all, would she say that? You know? I don't here's the thing. I don't I'm not 100% on like who this slur refers to. Um but even so I'm like, "Damn, Alva, you're so like nice. Why I didn't expect that she would say such a thing." I I'm pretty sure that I mean I audience tweet us if we're wrong educate us on <laughs> um but 
I, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, update that, our slur knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Like, add to the, tell us about slur lore, you know. But, <laughs> oh, that sounds like the most atrocious, like, uh, podcast. Slur, slur lore. lore. I know that they say this this word a lot in um, Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. It's the one where it's all underground. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm There's pretty like, sure it's, it's just like a general pejorative for like Latino working class people because mm-hmm. there's that yes uh, cleaner, you know, that's that slur in span, you know. In wait, in what movie? No, not in the movie, but like there's. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it in the context of like the the cleaner, but there's like a cleaner called like Spick and Span or something like that. So, Is that what that that's from? I I assume so. I could be wrong. Whoa! But I would assume that it's like you know huh. like an association. I'm learning a lot with, today. Like, people being cleaners or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I see. Well, uh, if so, yeah. Then, anyway, if so, you more know, slurs in this movie than I thought. Yeah, lot, lots of morally gray characters in this movie. <laughs> it's almost as if this movie was written in the eighties by a white dude who, I don't know, he seems like he had relationship issues. Yeah, perhaps so. You think you think that this movie could be like a metaphor for like his huge relationship issues? I mean, it tef- definitely gives that energy. This this movie has the energy of relationship issues for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we we've boy, all howdy, been there. This... You know what I mean? <laughs> Am I right, ladies and jets? And everyone in between. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, my brain is just so fried. I, I I don't even know what to say about this movie anymore. Yeah. I um, mean, it reminds me of, kind of reminds me of that part of the movie where, like, Nicolas Cage is like, oh, mescaline, you know? But, like, we wouldn't... Would we? I, I don't mean, even I know what that is. Kind of, no? Mescaline? No, you, I've never heard of it. It's like a... I mean, I'm not entirely sure. I think it's a hallucinogen of some sort. Oh, wait. Yes, I have heard of this. It's They do a lot of it in um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, I thought you were going to say high school, and I was like, yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently Alvis tried it in high school, which, you know, good on her, man. Yeah, yeah. She seems like she had a life, which doesn't sound like Peter Lowe had. No, I don't think so. He comes off as like a... Maybe this is like a big jump, but like an ex awkward goth poetry nerd who had to give up on his dreams. You know, perhaps that's a reach, but that's quite the jump you've made there. I, I don't know, know where like, that's feels, coming it from. Feels oddly specific. I'm not even sure. Like... It's very, <laughs> very specific. Did it? Hey, you know what? Speaking of a weird specific thing, did this movie remind you of American Psycho at all? You know. I was I had to check to see what the year this came out because I think it's very yeah very similar and like I don't like I'll it, perhaps I'll do my research on my own later on but well I I'm I really like American Psycho so I yeah. I did I don't I don't I didn't research this but I do know roughly when like 
the books came out. The books came out in the 90s. Mm. Th- this movie predates American Psycho. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's 1988. Which is crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, yes, this movie is 1988. The book is before we were born, but after 95. I don't remember the exact year. Well, that could only be two different years. Right? Uh, I suppose I suppose it could, actually, yeah. So it's either 96 or 97. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, I, we, we, we are both 98, right? Yeah, we're 98 babies. Okay. We're 90s kids. Yeah. All right. I mean, we grew up in the 2000s, but I still call myself a 90s kid. I, I mean, essentially, yeah. I mean, we, we did grow up with Rugrats, you know? like. It's true, yeah. I mean, I didn't personally, but I was more of a Scooby-Doo child. Yeah, I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. I watched a lot of Boomerang, I loved that a lot shit. of Tom and Jerry, a lot of Looney Tunes. Uh, my parents never would have let me watch Tom and Jerry. Really too, too gross. Violent. Too violent. Yeah. I think I also would have been scared by Tom and Jerry, because when I was a kid, I was easily frightened. Mm. I Not the case anymore. I, I I was pretty easily frightened as a child. I th- I distinctly remember like the first movie that I went. I remember going to. It was Lilo and Stitch, and like the spaceship mm. noises in the beginning scared the fuck out of me. Like on the big screen, and my mom had to wait with me outside of the theater while my sister and my dad were watching the movie <laughs> for like a whole hour and a half, and we were just sitting there. Wow, yeah. I that I almost had that experience when I was a kid. I my parents took me to see Wallace and Gromit Curse of the Were Rabbit. Mm, classic. Um, and that movie. that movie fucking scared the shit out of me. Which is crazy because I liked Wallace and Gromit. I like watched the other Wallace and Gromit shorts. Yeah. Like I loved Wrong Trousers and that one where they go to the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like there's never like a monstrous transformation, you know, in which Yeah, Wallace Wallace never turned into a were rabbit. Yeah. The Were Rabbit things freak me out. I like watched that movie through my fingers. I didn't I didn't leave the theater, but I did cover my eyes a lot during the movie. Yeah, yeah. Probably had nightmares of turning into a rabbit the next night. No. But I did have a nightmare uh after watching the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode where it's like uh Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. After I watched that, I did have a nightmare that was in the style of that where there were zombies all around my house. Um, and then zombie George W. Bush came to my house and like, um, he came to draft me in the war. Okay. <laughs> Cause that was also a fear I had. I, a, my a parents were very like vocal. Well, my parents were very vocal about like being anti Bush. Right. Cause yeah. I mean, a lot of people were. Right. Um, and one of the things that they, that I like, cause I didn't understand politics when I was a little kid. Yeah, I I just knew my parents hated this guy. And it's like, why do you not like this guy? And they're like, well, because he's going to take us to war. And then, you know, there might be a draft. And that might mean you have to go to war. And they didn't explain to me that I or if they did explain it to me that the draft only applies to people who are 18. It didn't 
catching my mind. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck. If if Bush wins the presidency, I, he's going to come to my house and I'm going to have to go to war. Oh, my God, I'm going to be a child was, soldier. No. I was so scared. I was so scared of being taken to war by George Bush. So that I had this, like, Simpsons treehouse of horror nightmare where he came to my house. And he was not only a zombie, but he was going to take me to fight in that's so funny <laughs> yeah it's like it's like probably the oldest dream i can remember mm-hmm. um i think the only like dreams brought up by like media that i watched that i could remember was just like i would have one where i was like in the first scooby-doo movie because you know people were turning into monsters mm. and shit like that so that was pretty frightening but my dad i loved that movie yeah, but my dad is a big still do. Tolkien nerd so like we watched the lord of the rings growing up and Gollum specifically Same. scared the shit out of me and i would have this terrible recurring nightmare mm-hmm. where like he would come like i would wake up in my bed and then i would like run to my basement to like hide underneath the table because i knew he was coming for me but somehow he'd always mm-hmm. find me i hear him come down the stairs and then like he wouldn't eat me like it would be like he'd lunge at me and then right before he hits me I'd wake up in bed again and I'd just be on oh, like a loaf and I'd have that dream for like three days in a row until I killed him. Jeez. And it was like very gruesome. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah. I was a disturbed child basically is what I'm saying. I mean and yet still here we are fans of Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah watching more fucked up stuff like this this movie's fucked up honestly this movie's fucked up man the emilio kills peter lowe with a with a board yeah that's like the least fucked that's up like murder in this movie though it's odd that you jump that's true i know it's just like so visceral but i also yeah he does also like bite someone's throat out with like his bare teeth yeah he also assaults a woman after calling her a yeah dumb. dude the, i mean the, the, there's a dark spot in this movie and it frankly shouldn't be there it doesn't need to be there yeah um yeah no this movie is dark um but it's also like insane it's insanely slapstick which is just the tones are all over the place on this thing yeah yeah it's like it's like a horror but it's also like a comedy. I don't know if there's a word for that, but oh, I mean, someone—they probably have melted the two words together in some I, I mean, hideous maybe, amalgamation. Perhaps I believe it, but I don't know. It balance it like the balance of that is is very odd, just because Nicolas Cage is the only one like not playing it pretty straight. He's the only one. It's insane. He's like an alien, he's being you so, know, but like, he sounds like one too. Yeah, it's like they took a cartoon character out of some other movie and they put it in this one. He's pretty Looney Tunesy, especially like as he was, you know, was barreling down the hallway and like bumping into stuff. And he's I Ugh. I feel like he's hit like at least two walls in this movie. Yes, he definitely hits one before, like, the therapist scene at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, his, like, therapist delusion. Yeah, which I, I really enjoyed. That was one of my favorite scenes. It was pretty cool. It was a long scene. Really? I didn't, I didn't notice. I, I don't know. I, I mean, engaged, it was... It was... <laughs> he definitely runs into a wall then. Wow. Does he run into the wall? Oh, he, like, runs into a water fountain, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 that's it, that's it. 
and then he he does a lot of chasing in this movie so he also runs into a wall when he like runs into the girl's bathroom yeah 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 a lot of a lot of terrible workplace harassment it's it's very unfortunate but you know this guy he needs to be fired but i get the feeling that he he has like legacy here yeah i think so i think i don't know maybe like his dad worked for that or something um dr glazer does say something about his dad doesn't she she says something about uh putting up an expectation that was not halfway attainable i think is what she oh something something to that tune yeah so i hey speaking yeah huh speaking of speaking of dr glazer um you know that scene where she is uh like like peter lowe calls her after he buys those vampire fangs yeah yeah and she's like the handsome young man behind her yeah is it just me or does that guy look a little bit like emilio a little bit like me you know i didn't i wasn't really paying attention i'll I'll keep an eye on that the next watch but he looks just a little bit like him i i I guess next watch i'll also i'll i'll pay it close attention but Mm -hmm. i you know it would be cool kind of cool if those two were like together they really tie this movie in the kind of uh, sexy little knot. Oh, I, I mean, I don't really know what it would add to it, but if you want to ship that, I, yeah, I'm not going to stop you, I guess. I mean, we got to do. We all need something to do on this, on this, on this show. I mean, I guess like out of all the characters in this movie, <laughs> I think that you can, in terms of shipping, I think you could only go wrong besides, I guess, that one combination. That's true. <laughs> that is true. There's really no one else in this nah. in this movie who like goes together or works at all. Maybe I mean, assuming she's real, Rachel and that one Donald guy. Yeah, yeah. They just they seem they seem good together. Yeah, he's, they he's seem like they protective seem good at like, when... just like gaslighting people into thinking that they're not vampires. You know, if yeah. they are vampires. I think yeah, he's like he's. Yeah. I think Donald's a cool guy. He was like getting Peter off of uh, Rachel when he was being insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't appear that way. Does not appear like that. Doesn't appear that way at all. Nope. Um, that line really sticks more... with me. Like, it, it, and the way he delivers it too. Like, there's like such finality to it, but it's just, it's such a peculiar so... thing to say. Like a non, like natural conversational kind of thing. You know, I mean, it makes them seem otherworldly. It makes them seem like, you know, supernatural entities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I think it. off of this first watch, like I. I think you're supposed to assume that it's all in his head, but like they give him like a look at the end that like strikes as like very yeah. mischievous, you know. I also don't know why he would know what Donald looks like before he met him. Mm like, I don't know why he would have a delusion of Donald before he meets Donald. Because Donald's there in the club. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. I mean, listen, we're only gonna we're only gonna be able to unpack this mystery uh if we watch it 52. 51. 51? 52? 54. However many more times. 54. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I, I should stop we're, we're only going up mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, let's just let's just do this forever <laughs> <laughs>
I think that was the original idea for like when when the worst idea of all time was made the the New Zealand show that inspired this one. Yeah, uh, they were originally just gonna watch Grown Ups two forever, like once a week. But forever. then after. Yeah, but then after like a couple weeks, they were like, yeah, we're not going to do this. Let's cap it off at a year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like I, th- I think about like how much time you really have to watch everything. You know what I mean? And I think what all the time you- in the world, baby. But <laughs> no, actually not. <laughs> You actually have a finite amount of time on this world, if you know, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It'd be great if you didn't, but like, I don't know, watching the same shitty movie once a week for the rest of your life, like, I think, like, <laughs> that would only make me I, think of that more. It's like, God, mm-hmm. I could be watching something new, you know? It could, it definitely seems like it qualifies as a curse, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The only t- the only way I don't think it would qualify as a curse if it was like a Twilight Zone scenario where like everything was bombed out and there were no people anymore. So you had all the time in the world to watch movies. Mm. Yeah. Or like that scene in a Jimmy Neutron where Hugh Neutron believes he's the last man on Earth. So he just starts like trying all these pies and like creating like a throne of pie boxes and enjoying his kingdom. But, you know, even in that, they both become so lonely, you know? Mm. I was going to ask, is that also referencing that episode of Twilight Zone or? Maybe. Probably not, because I don't I don't think breaking your glasses would, you know, result in you being unable to make pie. Mm. I mean, I think the pie was just a byproduct of his personality as to like, well, oh, what would he, what would Hugh Neutron really want like in the post-apocalypse? Hugh, and the answer is pie. Hugh Neutron love pie. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, I would, I'd believe it. Uh, the references that the Jimmy Neutron like makes, like there's a lot of like, you know, pretty popular pop culture stuff. There's an episode with Quentin Tarantino where they just like make fun of Quentin Tarantino. I fucking love that episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a- that's where croissant comes from. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's not what this podcast is about. So No. Also, a good like, idea for a considering podcast. this is the first episode, we've done a terrible job like recapping the plot and like setting it up for all the listeners. Uh, we got we have Yeah, I guess we, we got fifty two more episodes. Yeah, it's fine. This will be just as big an experiment on us as it will be the audience, because the audience, if they don't watch the movie, which I recommend, go ahead and watch it. It's a good movie. It's a fascinating movie. But if they don't watch it, it, maybe they'll get all the context clues from us and they'll know the movie. Yeah, I mean, that's how misinformation spreads, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's for sure how I learned about, like, most of the movies that the Worst Idea guys ever did. Like, I've never watched We Are Your Friends. I've never watched either of the Sex and the City movies. I have watched Grown Ups, too. But I haven't watched those other three movies, and I sort of put together what those movies were about, kind of. I can't help but be intrigued by Sex and the City, to be honest. It, oh. 
sorry roommates are yelling okay. <laughs> something is wrong uh but what were you saying oh i don't know some something about like the sex in the city franchise just seems like it'd be an interesting thing to dive deep into uh from the sound of those podcasts the answer is probably no i think it was revolutionary at the time but nowadays it's just like these are this is a show and movies about rich people having rich problems and it does not resonate anymore Mm, fair fair um although i feel like that's back in the back in the zeitgeist again because maybe because i might be wrong but like i mean white lotus is you know popping nowadays and is it those are some rich rich people is it critical of rich people or uh i think so i from the little i've seen of the second season uh it seems like everyone in the show is a an insane person yeah (laughs) they're either an asshole or they're insane I just know that Jennifer Coolidge and I think F. Murray Abraham. Is it? Uh, no idea. I have only seen the second, like parts of the second season, but I can confirm Jennifer Coolidge and Aubrey Plaza. Oh, well, we do yeah. love Aubrey Plaza. I love Aubrey Plaza. Love her. And she's so quirky and uh, unsettling, you know. She was great in the new Child's Play movie, and she was great in Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. <laughs> what? She was in Grumpy Cat? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's like a Hallmark movie from, uh, oh God, I don't know what year it's from. It's probably from 2014, 15. Uh-huh, that seems like a good um, Grumpy Cat year. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I, re- I remember we got it for like a, a grab bag gift, my, like my family when we uh it was white elephant gift exchange we called it grab bag um one year when we were visiting for christmas we were like looking for a grab bag gift and we found that and we got it um and uh we i watched it and it was insane mm-hmm. <laughs> but Aubrey plaza voiced grumpy cat oh okay yeah interesting and they let you watch yeah. that but not tom and jerry well, by this point, I think I was like 16 or 17, so <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I am lacking in Tom and Jerry lore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they they abuse each other. Uh, Tom mm. has a has a cousin who's a tough guy, a nephew who's who's adorable. They like go into the Three Musketeers, you know, they speak a little French. It's a lot of stuff. He uh, kills himself, I think. It's all, I don't know. Whoa. Uh, all I know is Mel Blanc sometimes does the screams in that one, and he does a great job. Yes, he does. He had a, he had a really... Uh, one one story about him that I like that's like really infamous is that he would scream so much that you'd like hear like the walls shaking like in yes. the little booth that he did, and that's very impressive. Yeah, the... It had like the, the soundproofing wasn't good enough to yeah, it, to soundproof him. Like the, the echoing kind of quality of it, like I think it really adds mm-hmm. to those those old cartoons. It's so good. It's so good. Um. Uh, that seems like a good note to end <laughs> on. It. We're almost out of time. Uh, yeah, sure. So watch do Tom we... and Jerry. I guess. Watch Tom and Jerry. Watch the movie if you want. Um. 
do we want to what what do we what do we want to do for the end of the show do you think we should like do what we usually do on game reel and like do recommend stuff to people i think yeah. i think we should but i think i think we should i think we should like like add little more structural bits too like maybe like I don't know, like talking about like our favorite scene or whatever. It's something along those lines. Oh yeah, that yeah. Too. We don't have to do it now. We can do that next episode. Yeah, we can do the next episode. I do have a recommendation yeah. though. Like if we, if we want to do that for this podcast as well. Hit me, baby. Um. Okay. So I I watched on the exercise bike a couple days ago. Uh, this place nice. rules on uh, HBO Max with Andrew Callahan of Channel Five and All Gas No Breaks. Love Andrew Callahan. I think he is a fantastic journalist. Like, mm-hmm. real. I I mean, I th- I think it's very impressive. Like when people make politics like entertaining, and like mm-hmm. kind of yeah. add uh, you know structure and commentary to spectacle and i think andrew like does an amazing job at that and like the way that he's in it kind of like an impartial interviewer that like people just like say anything to him and like completely feel comfortable with like saying like the worst shit ever yeah in a very kind of borat way you know yeah but he he, he stands out less in borat because i mean come on yeah 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 they simply yeah. have tacky suits though though i think it, i don't think Andrew <laughs> does that as much anymore but yeah it was it's just I, like him recording stuff across the country like at like crazy trump rallies and and protests mm-hmm. and just like seeing what the political environment like leading up to uh the january 6th insurrection was and it's uh it's pretty nutty stuff i i I don't really know where else you could find like similar stuff you know what i mean i've been meaning to watch it it looks really good yeah, it's, yeah it's um good. hell yeah is it a movie or a show uh it's it is a movie it's like an hour and a half uh tim and eric i okay. think produced it yes i did know that a24 also was involved which is interesting nice Mm -hmm. good on them yeah getting into the documentary scene yep yep um hell yeah well um mine is not going to be nearly as um informative or cool i just watched the black phone recently and i thought it was pretty neat oh it's pretty cool it's a it's a movie from 2021. It's a horror movie. It stars Ethan Hawke as the bad guy. Mm, he's yeah, like a yeah. I he's, remember he's like this that on the creepy. He has like a mask, right? Yeah, he's got like a mask. He swaps out the mouth and the like headpiece. I mean, the headpiece is always the same, but he swaps out the mouth to be like smiling or frowning or nothing. Um. Yeah, he's like this creepy guy called the Grabber, and he like kidnaps. Like he kidnaps kids and like uh, puts them in his basement and then kills them. Um, Sounds and wonderful. The movie, yeah. Uh, the movie is yeah. The movie is like from the perspective of one of these kids who gets kidnapped and is like trying to escape. And there's like a black phone and you know weird shit happens and he is you know uh, put through some some stuff. Uh, it's really cool. I think it's written by Joe Hill, who is son of Stephen King. He's written a few books. It, it It's either written by him or it's based on something he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ethan Hawke does a great job. 
I think all the performances in the movie are really good. It's creepy. It's weird. Um, the main character looks a lot like Corey Feldman. Like the main yeah. kid? The main kid. The main kid who's like kidnapped and like we follow for like the rest of the movie. He looks so much like young Corey Feldman. It like was really distracting for me. That's terrible. He's like it was it's it was like if if like Corey Feldman was like a little taller and like a little skinnier and I don't know if he wore glasses, but regardless, looks a lot like him and I was like, "Whoa, this kid looks like Corey Feldman." That was that elevated the movie for me. Um, but yeah, check it out. Black Phone. It's a fun little horror movie. Yeah. Shout out Corey Feldman. Yeah. Shout out Corey Feldman. He his, he went through a lot in his youth. He did, and he's killing it in the music scene, you know? Oh, really? His, I, I highly recommend listening to it, especially his uh, album Angelic to the Core. Uh, it's really terrible. Like, it's like, but it's, oh. it's but it's like, you know, it's like the room kind of terrible. Like, it's hilarious. Uh, there's like, he put his heart, heart into it. Yeah, there's like it's like from like a few years ago. There's like dubstep in some of it. There's like a John Lennon cover. Snoop Dogg, of course, uh-huh. is featured on a song. Yo, wait, this this fucking sounds off. This sounds like it rules. <laughs> Hang on. It what does. is Can you? Yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah. is I'll, the name of this? Uh, Angelic to the core angelic to the core yeah the shadow recommendation huge recommendation <laughs> all right wait there's there's this one song where like he's like off key singing like a kind of like jazzy like uh, thing i need to look it up really quick to recommend the specific song hell yeah okay. um <laughs> that's so i, think I didn't we know that change. we want to change yeah, all right, it was, cool. It's from well, 2016. Something was in in the air, the water, uh, everything yeah. that year. Like, uh, I was gonna say that we will make a Twitter, but it seems like we've already made one. So, uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's very strange. Okay. Well, it looks like we secured the URL. Okay, this is the old Twitter. Okay. It's the game real Twitter, but I've already updated it with a image, which is strange. Okay, okay. well, regardless, follow. Hmm. It says Vampire's Piss. Oh, well, that's that's not the name of the movie. No. I guess that's us. It would be. I guess that. I, I guess that's like, a good title. Yeah, it has a ring to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well. Vampire's Piss. All right. Good name for the show. Let's do that. Uh, I Follow at uh, GameRealPod on Twitter. And, um, yeah. Uh, well, I've been, uh, I've been Cassidy. I've been Mateo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Good night. Dream of me, my.